to Scarlet and May show. We're back. It was a bye week, not much happening, so we're jumping right into the standings between our picks. Yes, sir. Uh, I went three and three this week, but I won game of the week, so really kind of four and three. Yeah. Bumped me up to fifty-six and fourteen overall. You were three and three this week, uh, fifty-three and sixteen overall. So I still got wins. Still got percentage. This was like the worst week of the season for us. Yeah, it we was. shouldn't. We shouldn't pick the spread, and we should not be sports betters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is accurate. Yeah. Uh, Big Ten players of the week. We're just going to jump right in. Uh, you know, jump into that. But David Bell from Purdue, eleven receptions, two hundred forty yards, one touchdown, and a blowout win at Iowa. Any any problems there? No, I don't have any. I mean, wow! Like they're supposed to be the best pass defense. I mean, they at least turnover wise, they get a lot of yeah. interceptions. Someone. I don't remember who. Somebody said, I wonder what would happen if Iowa played someone and who didn't turn it over. Oh, yeah. that was me. Yeah, that was you. And I also said that they would lose to someone in the regular season. I didn't think it was yeah. going to be Purdue. But. Right. Well, and it's crazy. I mean, uh, Purdue, they're right up there at the top of the Big Ten West. Yeah. Right? Now and the Big Ten West just looks even more terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Well, uh, Defensive Player of the Week, Cam Allen, also from Purdue. Two picks. Both in the fourth quarter. Both in the fourth quarter. Something about Spencer Petrus is not good. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean. No no problems no, there either? No problems there, yeah. You yeah. can't. When, the, when Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan all don't play. Right. It, it kind of limits what uh, I mean, arguably we care the, about. Arguably, after this game, the three best teams in the conference. Arguably. Uh, Big Ten takeaway, Zach. I'll let you go first. Okay, like. Okay, I follow a lot of Michigan fans, a lot of Michigan State fans on Twitter, and man, am I excited for October 30th. There is just so much crap talk going on on mm. Twitter, and has been for a while, and I just love that it's building up. Michigan Michigan better get it done this weekend, so they're both 7-0 and going to that game, and it's going to be so much fun. My other Big Ten takeaway is, why do Michigan State fans hate Big Noon kickoff? Like, I don't get that. Like, probably, obviously... They probably think it's disrespectful. Which it's not. For some reason. Like, yeah. I love when Ohio State's on Big Noon kickoff and then is on uh, Fox. I love Joel Klatt and Gus Johnson. They're the best commentators in college football. And the show beforehand, the Big Noon kickoff show, is superior to college game day. I just don't understand being mad about that. Like, maybe it's about it's a noon game, but there's nothing wrong with the noon game. It's Saturday. No, Ohio I, State and Michigan always play on noon. If I noon. if I could have every Michigan game be at noon, I would. When I lived in Iowa, Central Standard Zone, right? Like, yeah, I well, love games being at eleven. I just I want to get the game. I don't want to yeah. sit around. Well, and I think I think the Michigan State fans probably want it to be a night game because then they have less time to be sad before they go to bed when they lose. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm comment kidding. On I'm, that yet, I'm not yeah. making a prediction about that game yet. I, I don't know who I'm gonna take. Yeah. We'll, we'll maybe see how Michigan fares against Northwestern for that, but um, maybe the West. I had said the West is Iowa and the rest, but maybe it's I think it's rest. not. I mean, Minnesota controls their own destiny because they only have one loss to Ohio State, and they beat Purdue, so they have yeah. the head-to-head there. Then they'd beat Iowa, would give Iowa another loss. Purdue might actually be good. I put a question mark there. Like, what? They're 4-2, and two and they're ranked for the first time in – since 2007, that's insane. Um, one thing that I love that's hilarious is Ohio State let finally let another Big Ten team get freshman of the week. All it took was them not playing. Yep, that's all it took. Okay, so this is one thing that I've seen on Twitter a lot in Ohio State atmosphere is 
people people are wondering if Brian Hartline slash Ohio State will take heat for letting Jamison Williams go because he's balling out at Alabama. But here are some stats on Jamison Williams. Okay. He has 27 receptions, 510 yards, 18.9 yards per catch, and five touchdowns. Solid stats. But here is Jackson Smith and Jigba, or wide receiver three at Ohio State. Okay. He has 23 receptions, just four less. 452 yards, just about 50 less. 19.7 yards per catch, more than Jameson Williams, and only and only two less touchdowns with three. Man, as the third receiver. Yep. Yeah. And 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 uh, Garrett Wilson and um, Chris Olave all have higher numbers than that, and all those. Yeah. I mean, not maybe not yards per catch, but they have right, more right. catches, more yards, more touchdowns. But crazy. Yeah. That's all you got. Which yeah, um, and I I I love Jameson Williams. It was really yeah. sad to see him go. He caught that awesome bomb, one of my favorite touchdowns in Ohio State history against Clemson last year. Just, yeah. But I think, I mean, he's balling out, and he should ball out, but I don't think that Ohio State or Brian Hartline should get crap for it, for letting him walk. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he might be good. They also didn't need him. Who cares? Yeah. It's not like they don't have good guys coming in. Right. Which, yeah. Yeah. So I only have one Big Ten takeaway, but it's, we're going to be here a while. Buckle in. Get comfortable, Zach. Uh, I want to start out by saying I am buying more into Michigan State than I have in a while. Okay? Yep. So right off the bat, I want to be clear. I am buying into Michigan State more than I have in a while. Since what, 2015? That was when they About made the playoffs, yeah. That was when I mean, they made when, the playoffs right? 2015? Right. And they didn't score? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, like, they made the playoff. Great. Huzzah. Didn't score. Fantastic. Yeah. Let's move that aside. I'm buying in now more than I have in a long time. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh I have had a few conversations since Saturday that I didn't that I didn't even start about how good Michigan State is and about the home runnedness hire of Mel Tucker. Um, again, I think Michigan State is legitimately good this season. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is he, Mel Tucker? And but well, saying they're legitimately good doesn't necessarily mean they're contenders for even the Big Ten. No. Because I mean, Big when Ten's Ohio State conference. stands in the way, and you know, yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, is Mel Tucker a home run hire for Michigan State? Here's, here's what I think. If home run is beating awful teams, then sure. I'm not saying he's not a home run hire. I'm just saying that at this point, he's maybe rounding second. Like, maybe yep. rounding second at this point. He hit on some transfers. He beat some bad teams. Uh, team recruiting rankings are the same as they were under D'Antonio. Sorry, Zach. And we'll see how he does the next few weeks. That's my well, thing is, like, let's see how he does right. the next few weeks. Uh, well, and I think um, he – I mean, he's Jim Harbaugh at this point. Is he? I mean, he I mean beat, we could go he beat through. Michigan State, he beat Michigan last year. He did. And he's beat everybody he's supposed to beat. What? Sounds like, sounds like Harbaugh. I mean, Harbaugh's beat Michigan State a few times. And I'd say the difference is uh, Harbaugh's beaten teams that ended the year with a winning record. Yeah, which I don't think he has yet. Maybe yeah. last year. I don't remember. We have to double check on last was. year, but they, no one they've played this year has a winning record. Correct. Um, if he beats Michigan, if he beats Penn State, we could circle back to this conversation, and he wouldn't even have proved me wrong because I'm not saying he's bad. Right. I'm saying the jury is still out because beating nobody means nothing. Right. 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 So he's improved them from last year, but last year. They would have lost to bad teams. Well, yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't say it means nothing, but it doesn't mean home run higher. Right. He. My question is, how much 
Have they improved? They have improved. Yeah. They're not losing to bad teams. Right. Which is that that exciting? Like, okay, I get. Okay, it's improvement. Is it exciting improvement that you're beating bad they, teams? They are fun to watch, though. Okay. Other than this last week. Yeah, they're fun to watch. Winning against Indiana, twenty to fifteen. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> whatever. My point is, jury is still out. Mel Tucker is five and seven in his only season at Colorado. He was two and five last year. He's six or seven and zero oh this year, which again, obvious marked improvement. Mm-hmm. I also don't think it should be too controversial to say uh, that there is still currently one 500 opponent that Michigan State has beaten. Rutgers lost, so they fell under 500. Northwestern moved up to exactly 500. Yeah, impressive. Mel Tucker, if Mel Tucker is already a home run hire, your field has fences in the, in the infield. Like, <laughs> point blank. If this is that impressive, you've got to readjust. Are you trying to be a big boy, or are you trying to just... Right. Yeah, if Ugh. Ohio State, if, I, if, it was, this was, if it was Ryan Day's first year, he's 7-0 and he's beat Michigan State's schedule so far, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm happy. He but. gets the benefit of the doubt, but if he's coming off a... Two and five season and a five and seven season. Right. Is it that exciting? Right, right. Yeah. He's he's improved. How much has he improved is my question. To say it's already a home run higher, again, the fences are in the infield. But I'll tell you what, if Mel Tucker finishes the season eleven and two and wins the sugar bowl against a mediocre team, I'll say he's a home run higher. Even though that's exactly what Brady Hoke did in his first year, uh, was still crapped on by state fans and almost everybody, and ended up being an obvious bad hire because one full season is not indicative of a coach's greatness. Right. So this half of a season is different, though, because Mel Tucker smokes cigars and has beaten zero teams that will end up in a bowl game. Got, Got it. it. So I'm saying this, just to be clear, feeling 50-50 about – uh, October 30th, Michigan, Michigan State in East Lansing because contrary to popular belief in East Lansing, the Paul Bunyan Trophy is not, in fact, the Vince Lombardi Trophy. It's not the Super yeah. Bowl. Neither it's, it's team. Not Ohio State, Michigan. That is correct. <laughs> it's not even that. Like, neither team has done anything this season. Neither team has beaten anyone good. Yeah. I'm not saying either team is good, I'm not saying either team is bad. Uh, both could be mediocre, mm-hmm. but Michigan State is in a constant state of requiring validation and, of validation and praise, even when they're a top ten team in the country yeah. for beating nobody, because they don't get any respect. You're a top ten team in the right. country for beating nobody. It's just Northwestern. It's just funny. Like, like I saw a post on Facebook, and you, I commented on it, and you liked my comment, I think, and it was about Georgia and how they're not getting any respect. And I'm like, they're the unanimous number one team in the country when that post was made. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's just the same no. situation here. Like, you're a top ten team and you beat nobody. I agree. And you, you might say, so I just said, oh, you're a top ten team in the country for beating nobody. Who's Michigan beating? Nobody! I'm saying neither team is beating anybody. Yeah. I'm not saying Michigan is definitively better. I'm 50-50 about I October mean, 30th. And honestly, like, the only reason I think Ohio State is better than these two teams is because the previous years, but Michigan and Michigan State don't have that. And, like, Ohio State hasn't beaten anybody yet. 
But the way that they've won, especially yeah. the last few weeks, well, winning by five points against a terrible Indiana team. Yeah. And you can say they've only lost the top ten teams. Well, even teams How many that, were close? Even teams that they struggled with, like Tulsa, that game was kind of close for three quarters of it. They still won by 21 points. Western Kentucky won by two, right? No, that was Indiana. Oh, that's what I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's... Michigan State struggled... Okay. Yeah. Transit Z- property Zappy, doesn't Zappy, apply. Zappy threw for... 500, 488 yards, basically 500 yards on that defense. Like, yeah. what, what do you think C.J. Stroud's going to do? So. I, I love Michigan State, <laughs> and they'll, they'll always be my number one, number two team, but Michigan State fans make it so hard because when they're like this, they get so arrogant. I don't know if they're being trolls or if they, like, they have such tunnel vision for their team. I think it's years of being disrespected. I mean, little brother syndrome. Yeah. Like, that stings so bad for a reason. Because it's true. Yeah. I just don't I, – I don't get it. It's Michigan State fans make it so hard for me to root for them. I, I want to root for them. I've had tons of cousins that have gone to Michigan State. I've had more family that have gone to Michigan State than any other school in the country. And my mom's a Michigan State fan, and I want to root for Michigan State when they don't play Ohio State. But this might be the first time ever I root for Michigan. Man alive. Because of Michigan State fans in my entire life. Never root for Michigan. Hmm. Jury's still out on whether or not I root for him, but you can come watch at my house if that's the case. <laughs> but so the program that highlights and pins up Michigan players on their bedroom walls as September Heisman candidates, right? They can have their September Heisman coach crowned as a home run at this point. <laughs> Keep it. Like they maybe he will be. Yeah. Who cares? At this point, hang those posters. Like let's let's celebrate him. He's a, high, a September Heisman yeah. coach. Whatever. Regardless of whether they beat a team with a pulse or if they have their September Heisman running back run for 3.2 yards per carry against North uh, against Nebraska and 3.7 yards per carry against an Indiana defense that allowed five yards per carry against Penn State, who you know they're supposed to be even or a little worse than Michigan State. 4.7 yards per carry against the mighty Western Kentucky and 4.4 yards per carry against Iowa, who has zero passing game. Crown them both, put all the respect on all of their names. MSU is back, baby, whether or not they beat anyone. Fun fact. Yep. Kenneth Walker has rushed for nine touchdowns. Travion Henderson has rushed for nine touchdowns. Walker has 82 more carries than Henderson. That's disrespectful of you to say. Hey, just stats. It's just stats. Stats don't matter. Like, for instance, you've beaten zero teams better than 500. You've beaten one team 500, and the rest of the teams, like all the teams that you've beaten, are under 500. Coach of the year, Heisman, obvious uh, number one challenger to Ohio State. I will say this. I bashed on Michigan State fans a little bit. Yeah. Most of them that I personally know, I love. Most of them. And it's just the ones that are trolls on Twitter that are frustrating me lately, that are annoying lately. And so if you know me personally and you're a Michigan State fan, no disrespect. You know, the conversations I had weren't on Twitter. It was with people that I know. Okay, I mean, so, it might be different from your perspective, <laughs> but for me... I, I love them. Yeah. I love them. But like you said, Michigan State wins a few games against legitimately bad teams. No one's saying anything about Michigan State. Again, they could be good. Mel Tucker might end up being a good hire. At yeah. this point, they have not beaten anybody. I do, I do want to say because they're most, intolerable. Most Michigan State fans don't. I don't think they'll win a national championship this year. But the, I think there are a select few that think that they're national championship contenders. I don't know if they're being serious, if they're being trolls. Like I said, but I mean, Peyton Thorns looked good against nobody. Kenneth Walker looked good against nobody most of the time. Look, I think, I think 
at this point, I could I would say I could see them beating anybody in the country, but there's a lot of teams that can do that at this point. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, can they do it five games in a row? Because at this point, they're scheduled. They have Ohio State, top 10 team, their 11th game of the season. Then Penn State, top 10 team. Then they've got the Big Ten Championship, whether that's Iowa, who was the top two team at one point, or it's anyone else. It's still a tough game either way. Then you're in the playoffs, and you've got a top four team and a top four team. That's five games in a row that are huge. And not talking about the Michigan game or... I don't know if they play Purdue outside of that, but Here, here's other my thing. ranked teams. So they've got Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State. I don't know if Penn State and Ohio State are in that order. I forgot. Doesn't matter. They have three top ten games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think it's more likely that they go two and one or zero oh and three? I think more likely they go zero oh and three than two and one. Hmm. I mean, I agree. Yeah, that's disrespectful. <laughs> Transitioning from the turd pile known as East Lansing to the rapid-fire turd pile. <laughs> yeah, I love picks. East Lansing. I love East Lansing. Well, uh, I don't. Uh, Illinois at Penn State. I got Penn State. Yeah, I mean, Illinois is bad. Penn State's pretty good. I got Penn State. Wisconsin at the resurgent Purdue. I took Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, Purdue, it's ridiculous. They've won nine games against top AP top two teams as an unranked team. No team has more than four. Two in a row. Yeah, it's insane. Like, what in the world are they doing in Purdue when they play top two? They, they the, have... So they've won two in a row against top ten, uh, top two teams. Uh, the last one? Yeah, I know. 2018 Ohio State. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I loved it. We'll see in that now, and, But now they are ranked in – they have the eyes on them. They've got all the attention in the country after putting everybody on notice. They're playing a solid team in Wisconsin. Wisconsin has the second-best defense in the country – and a top 10 pass defense, I like the Badgers here in an upset. I mean, I wouldn't, if you would have told me that I would be picking Wisconsin as an upset against right. Purdue, <laughs> I would have been like, because we, we both had Wisconsin winning the, win the West, yeah. which they realistic, realistically still could with how bad the West I mean, looks now. Is there a team in the West that statistically could not? Does every know. team in well, the West? Nebraska's 1-4, aren't they, in oh, the yeah, West? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Other than Nebraska? <laughs> Does every team the hold be- their own destiny? The best, still? Uh, the best. What are they? Three and five team in the. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> How think that that can't be right? Two. This be two and five. I mean, they're the best whatever team in the country, and yeah. Scott Frost is amazing. Yeah, they all five of their losses are by one touchdown or less. It's amazing. I saw. I heard someone say they said they could play the Kansas City Chiefs or they could play <laughs> UConn, this, this NFL team, or they could play the worst team in FBS and they'd lose by a touchdown to both teams. Yeah. I <laughs> forgot hilarious. the stat. The the statistic about Scott Frost in one-score games at Nebraska yeah. is insane. I think it's like five and seventeen at this point. Last I, I saw it was worse. last I saw I think it was like five and fifteen, but that was before mm-hmm. the last two games that they lost by one score. It's rough. Yeah. Anyways, on to the varsity games. Yeah. Uh, Northwestern at Michigan. I'll start off. I just uh, if Michigan struggles at all, like not multiple score lead at halftime, I won't be thinking nice thoughts about the next few weeks mm-hmm. for Michigan. Uh, same if J.J. McCarthy doesn't get some heavy playing time in this. Northwestern beat Rutgers last week. I think that says more about Rutgers collapsing yeah. uh, than about Northwestern figuring anything out. They had a different quarterback last week. I don't care. Yeah. If Michigan struggles, then I'll, I'll be diving even more into college basketball. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Um, what do you think? So I said Northwestern might actually not be the worst team in the Big Ten, like we said. I mean, they got to win. And but they are still very bad, and I got Michigan here. All right, it's easy money. Yeah, Ohio State at Indiana. 
Okay, so Indiana this season, their offense has seven offensive uh, seven plays of thirty yards or more, and Travion Henderson has eight. They have two plays of forty yards or more. Travion Henderson has five. Indiana has beaten one Power Five team, no, one FBS team, not Power Five, mm-hmm. sorry, in Western Kentucky, and they won by two. And so, I mean, Ohio State cakewalk. They're one by forty. Yeah, uh, honestly, and I know that this is kind of a hot take. I firmly believe that Indiana's football team is decidedly worse than Ohio State's football team. So I think, <laughs> I think Ohio State will win. I think they'll win by a lot, Zach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> game of the week, a.k.a. the game that looks like it's between two decent teams but is actually a game between two bad teams yeah. of the week. Maryland at Minnesota. <laughs> uh, you go first. I mean, both these teams are weird. That they're they have they're four and two like that's kind of an impressive record for both these teams with how they've looked this year. Maryland played a cakewalk of a non-conference schedule. Minnesota lost to Bowling Green. I don't know how they have four wins and lost to Bowling Green, but I mean I like Minnesota at home. I like uh, PJ Fleck. I got him by seven. Ooh, seven. So honestly, I feel like I could have thrown a dart to make the pick. I, eas- yeah. I could easily be talked into why Maryland will win. Yeah. I could easily be talked into why Minnesota will win. I could easily be talked into why neither team could possibly win. Um, I'll go with Minnesota by four. Yeah. Okay. So, touchdown or more, you win. Uh, <laughs> four, five, whatever. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, things nobody is talking about. I'm going to bring this up every week until they change it, but <laughs> Clemson is now going into week eight has still yet to score more than two touchdowns against an FBS opponent in Double. regulation. Like, that's insane. If you would have told me that insane. at the beginning of the season. I they, mean, but okay, they, keep, they you, keep winning, though. They're, what, 4-2? You lost your quarterback. You lost your running back. The talent that's there. Yeah. This is insane. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, they've had a top-five class. For, I mean, I mean, I can't. For a long time. Times? Long time. Yeah. I don't, there's no reason why their offense would be so terrible. No. Uh, tweet of the week. Mine's from. Wait, per- oh, what? I have another. Oh, sorry. You have, do you don't have anything? Things are no, I don't. okay. So my next thing is people are talking about this, and but there's something that in this that people aren't talking about that I saw. So Tennessee, like, what an embarrassment! Their fans mm. are terrible. Nobody has worse fans in college football. They were throwing stuff on the field. Uh, Lane Kiffin almost got hit with a golf ball. Like what? He caught a, a water, he Odell the water bottle. Yeah, there's mustard, mu- whole mustard bottles on the field. Like yeah. where did you get the mustard bottle? Did they bring it into the stadium? Did they go all the way up to the concessions and bring it down and throw right. it down? Like what is going on at Tennessee? They have the worst fans. So a couple years ago, before Rutgers brought him back, Tennessee had actually hired Greg Schiano. and their fans ran him out of town before he even got a chance to coach. And the fun fact that I saw. On, tw- on Twitter this last weekend was Joe Burrow was actually transferring at the time and was going to go with Greg Schiano to Tennessee, and Tennessee was going to get a Heisman-winning quarterback, which who knows if you would have won it there. But right. Tennessee fans, man, nobody are, nobody's worse than you. You guys are the worst. I, it, was, it was almost my tweet of the week, but it said Tennessee is the, is the first fan base to storm the field yeah. after they lost, and it just sowed trash all over you the field. Goodness, you're on your own field like yeah. When, like, I, tweet, tweet of the week. Mine's from Purdue's official account. We just beat the number two out of Iowa. I feel like there's no hilarious. explaining that needs to go on. That's 
Well done, Purdue. Yeah. Boiler up. That's good. That's awesome. Spoiler up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my suit of the week is I'm fully convinced that Cam Martinez at quarterback is at least one tier higher of a quarterback than Iowa QB. Would uh, Cam Martinez is a defensive back for Ohio State <laughs> who played quarterback in high school. And it's hilarious because he's probably not wrong. He's so I, – I don't understand how Iowa – doesn't have a better option and I than think, Spencer Peters. And I think purely based on his athleticism, that would make the offense better, just to be able to run read options and like open that kind of right. offense up. But, I, yeah, I, they gotta, they got to have a better option than him. You'd think. Maybe, maybe uh, they can get Rattler. Maybe Joe Milton when he transfers again. <laughs> <laughs> he can run out of bounds all game long. Yeah. Uh, with that, that's the end. Yeah. We'll, we'll be back. Uh, later this week with our first basketball episode, uh, kind of just a preview waiting for basketball to start. So basketball won't be regular quite yet. But, yeah, get, uh, get your um, donuts and apple cider at Quality Dairy. That's right. <laughs>